Hi, I'm Lisa Mirable, and I'm here with Robert Strickoff, our Chief Development Officer for EAC. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well today. We have a lot to talk about. We have so much to talk about, and as we've talked about in this EAC More To Do podcast, there's always more to do. There is so much more to do, and today we have a very important guest who's been with the EAC for a pretty long time now. Is that Dem correct? Demisha, how long have you been with the EAC Network? I have been with EAC over 17 years. Wow. So this is Demisha Owens, and oh. she has a, a really important role that she plays with the EAC Network. I'm just going to introduce her, and uh, Demisha, why don't you tell us a little bit about your role? Okay. I am the program director for three programs for EAC. All of them are youth programs. Um, the programs focus on at-risk youth, forced to care youth. Um, and I love doing what I do. Um, I love giving back and love being there for them. Um, the Alternatives for Youth program focuses on youth from the age of six years old to 18 years old who are displaying a lot of different behaviors. They are um, experiencing bullying, sex trafficking, um, a lot of family dynamic where maybe a divorce is in place, you know, a drug addiction with the parent. Um, anything that teenagers go through, we have those youth come into our program. Um, we also have gang involvement, substance abuse, mental health, and sometimes all of those within one family. Um, so what we do is we try to provide immediate crisis and home services. We do an assessment. We see why the child is behaving the way they're behaving. And we then try to link them to a variety of resources in the community. Uh, we offer a lot of internal services as well because we find, you know, as the years have gone by, we've continued to add on services. So we offer mentorship. We offer parent support groups in English and in Spanish, which is also free to the community. We also offer a teen enrichment program, which consists of uh, support groups. So we have a girl support group because many of the girls in our programs suffer from self-esteem, um, healthy relationships. So we have six week support groups that we have ongoing that focus, you know, the group is actually called helping each other reach success. And um, we do it in a non-traditional way because, you know, they hear all of this lecturing and everything at school. They hear lecturing from teachers. They hear lecturing from parents. So we do a lot of activities to help them to understand maybe about STDs or, you know, how to have a healthy relationship, um, drugs and alcohol, all those topics that are really imperative for our youth to know today. Um, we also have a boys group. It's called Boys to Men. And they focus a lot on a lot of current events that are going on, um, anger management, not having a father in their lives, um, you know, being um, peer pressure to join a gang. These are the type of topics that they discuss. Um, and it has been very helpful for our youth. Um, and where do you, where, where is this? Uh, where do you this practice? This program is located in Suffolk County. We service all of Suffolk County um, from Farmingdale to Fire Island, Montauk. We service the whole Suffolk County for that program. Um, we offer a teen enrichment program in the sense of recreational activities and positive youth development that is known to really help kids. So we do, you know, they go snow tubing, they go to a Knicks game, they go to do a variety of events. You know, kids that are occupied and doing constructive activities usually stay out of trouble. Yeah, keeping them yeah. constructive, keeping yeah. them busy. So mm -hmm. all of these children, uh, excuse me, but EAC has 100 and how many programs? 14 programs. 14 programs. And so counting. it's hard. It's hard for me to keep track of all of them. And I really appreciate you taking the time to educate our listeners, but also myself. 
because I'm a board member and, and there's just so much to learn and uh, ways to help, right? So questions that I have around this. Um, so they're all in foster care. Everyone that you touch is within the foster care system. No one really outside? Not everyone. So okay. with the Chance to Advance program, we focus on youth who are only in foster care and adopted. We expanded to adopt it because we saw that that was a population that was being neglected. So yeah. youth sometimes would be adopted, but they still didn't feel accepted. They started wow. to have behaviors because, you know, for a variety of reasons, you know, we know abandoned children, you know, have feel trauma. And yeah. so we also started servicing that population as well. So the Chance to Advance program just focuses on youth in foster care and adopted. Um, the alternatives for youth and home-based program focus on all youth in Suffolk County. So anyone who needs it, no matter your ethnicity, your financial status, you know, we help everybody in that area. And, and, th and you're getting referrals uh, from whom? Uh, the Department of Social Services, the police? How, how are we reaching us at the EAC network, uh, reaching uh, these children? For the Alternatives for Youth program, we get our referrals directly from probation. However, the people that are referring them are Suffolk County Police Department, Department of Social Services. We get a large referral base from school districts, um, but hospitals everywhere for the, the Alternatives for Youth program. The home-based program primarily comes from family court and probation. And the Chance to Advance program, we receive referrals from Suffolk County, Nassau County, either actual foster care parents or agencies that are affiliated with foster care youth. You rattled off so many things that you do. Yeah. I mean, really, I, it, it's, it, it's uh, I mean, it's a necessity, but it's also very overwhelming. I mean, when you talk about that demographic, what, what do you see most often within uh, these young people? I know you said they have low self-esteem. Um, talk, talk a little bit about them as, as people. Who, who are they and, and yeah, what do you see with yeah, these, you with seeing, these right? kids? What yeah, you yeah, exactly. Um, well, through my AFI program, I would say it's the most difficult and hardest program, so I will talk about them first. Sure. Um, with that program, um, we see everything, but Lately, what we've been seeing, especially since COVID and the pandemic, is a lot of physical aggression, even from younger children. So it's definitely starting at a younger age where we're having seven-year-olds who may, you know, beat up their parent who has cancer. Okay, the parent is having difficulty parenting that child, obviously, because of physical limitations. Um, we have think a lot of that going on lately, uh, or a parent who has a disability or, you know, a grandmother who is now taking custody of all of these children because of things going on with their children. Now that they're a grandmother to three or four kids, and it's very difficult to provide financially, provide emotionally, yeah. you know, so we are definitely seeing that as a new trend. And we are also seeing a lot of younger girls who are being sex trafficked. And it's really happening wow. by right. other girls recruiting them. It could be the same age or older. So for example, you know, we've had a lot of girls who say, you know what, let's just come to a party with me, come to a hotel party with oh, me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's a female friend, you know, and encouraging them to come to a party. And the next thing you know, we've had some girls who actually could not leave, who were trapped, who were drugged. Wow. Yeah. I just want to bring back that this is Suffolk County, Long Island, just so yeah. we're aware. This is what's happening right. here in our community in Suffolk County, Long Island, not 
somewhere Anywhere else, else, right? It's not. It's not in a in the, in. The These are kids that are here. Right. Right. Okay. Right. I'm sorry. I just had to ground <laughs> everyone for a minute. Right. Just not spoken of enough. Okay. So that we're also, you know, experiencing that uh, we do work closely with like the gang unit probation because uh, there is gang affiliation sometimes with these uh, almost abductions because, you know, you go somewhere, you're not being released and you can't leave. Um, so there's a lot of times there's gang involvement yeah. with that. Um, you know, but it, it's also just a lot of kids just struggling mentally, suicidal. Um, they don't know how to deal with their emotions. Their parents don't know how to deal with their emotions and they feel that they ha they're hopeless and there's nothing else left for them. Mental Especially illness here really lacks education. There aren't a lot of programs. Like I know as a parent, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't come with an yep. instruction book, right? Yep. Like my yep. kids didn't come with that instruction book. So I'm looking yep. for tools myself to, to raise adolescents, right? how to guide them, how to help them make good decisions. And I consider myself an active parent, let alone, you know, so I can imagine the struggles that, you know, are happening for some of these young kids. You know, Tamisha, we're, uh, for our listeners, this is the EAC More To Do podcast. Uh, we're so, you know, happy is not the right word, right? Because we wish we didn't have to have these programs, but we're, we're proud of you and the work that you do. So I want to talk a little bit about you, like how, how do you get into this kind of work, right? How do you say, you know, I have the internal fortitude and strength and talent to, to help a, a child who's going through this, um, you know? I, and I know that's what I, some of our listeners are thinking. Like, how do you how do you do it, Demisha? Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, your history and and, and what drives you to help children every single day? Okay. Well, I actually um, I I've experienced trauma in my past, which actually drove me to go to college for uh, to John Jay College of Criminal Justice, and it wanted it. I just loved it, and I said, you know, I want to work with children. So I started out by working at a homeless shelter. I did that for several years working with families. And then I saw the opportunity to work at EAC, working with children, which is what I initially wanted to do. And that's how I kind of joined um, EAC. Um, yeah. And I've loved it ever since because I haven't left, but um, it takes, this is not a job that you're gonna do for money. This is not a job for that. This is a job because you want to be there for those and you want to help others. That's something that you come with that, that's inside of you, I feel. Um, this is not, you know, this job can be very overwhelming, um, but I don't look at it that way. Um, I'm, I'm on call almost 24 hours a day just in case of emergencies because we're always having emergencies. So that's, you know, this is something that you want to be there. I've had so many parents, I even have children, you know, call me and say thank you people that we didn't even know we made a difference for. So that keeps me going. Like, oh my goodness, we're doing we're doing the right thing. This is why we do it. Um, How many yeah. people are um, in your program as far as, uh, not in the program, but who work with you? How many people do you work with at I EAC? Probably at least 25 with me. I might be, you know, but that's around the range. Yeah. 25 mm -hmm. or so. Are you looking for volunteers or? Yes, we are looking for volunteers for the Chance to Advance program. Um, we we welcome you. <laughs> and that basically works with youth who are in foster care to be their mentor from children who are age 8 to 21, we service. So, Demetria, if I wanted to be a volunteer or some of our listeners wanted to volunteer, and I've heard it, right? I've heard it from supporters of ours. Like, oh, I know EAC. I was a, 
I was a chance to advance volunteer. And I, you know, I didn't even know that, right? That's a small part of their life. Um, and so thank you again for that. But if I wanted to be a volunteer, or my list of our listeners wanted to be a volunteer, how do they reach out to you? How do, how do they connect with you and your office? They can give me a call. My phone number is 631-648-2700. They can also email me, um, Demisha, D-E-M-I-S-H-I-A dot Owens, O-W-E-N-S at eacnetwork.org. That's great. And, and of course, this information is on our website, yes. uh, which is eac dash network.org. Uh, we, we encourage you to, to visit the website, uh, see and feel the impact, uh, and obviously listen to this podcast and share it with your friends. Because I think, you know, when, when we talk about 114 programs, there are so many things that the AC Network does, right? But helping a child, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure if that's number one, but it's pretty close. Right? <laughs> uh, right. We say we have a lot of number ones, but uh, helping a child in uh, alternatives to youth, home-based program, Chance to Advance, is, is obviously vitally important. And one of the things that our CEO says all the time is that uh, we have angels walking amongst us. That's true. And Demisha and your staff are certainly angels walking amongst us. So, uh, you know, thank you for that. And, and keep up the great work. Um, you talked a lot about the partners that you work with. Uh, you mentioned probation. You mentioned Suffolk County Police Department. Can you talk a little bit about that? Who are your partners uh, and we, we have a special announcement uh, afterwards, but uh, who are your partners? Who are the people and the organizations uh, that you're working with to create this vitally important program to help uh, National Suffolk County's uh, youth? We work closely with the Suffolk County Department of Social Services. We also work with Nassau County Department of Social Service. We work with Suffolk County Probation, um, the Office of Mental Hygiene in Suffolk County, Suffolk County Youth Boroughs. Um, we work with the whole county, I would say Suffolk County. Uh, we collaborate, we, um, all the substance abuse agencies. So we work as a community. It's a, it's a big collaborative effort. As they say, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. And I feel that that's what we do at Suffolk County. Um, so we do work with a lot of different agencies, but those are some of the main ones. We also work with Long Island Advocacy Center. They are great educational advocates for our children who are displaying a lot of um, limitations and disabilities education-wise. So you know, we do have a lot of agencies that we work with. I'm actually very proud of that. <laughs> you know, Lisa, I was talking to the Suffolk County Sheriff, um, uh, Sheriff Toulon, and, and he knew about this program, obviously, because uh, of, of the gang work that you're doing, uh, the gang-related work that you're doing. Yes. Uh, yes. So uh, if you can, you know, obviously the Suffolk County Sheriff's Department, thank you to, to the men and women in the Sheriff's Department and to, the, and to the Sheriff. But you also mentioned the Suffolk County Police Department uh, and individual precincts, and I think that's an important aspect of this. This is not just helping a kid, right? I mean, right. It's not just helping a kid. There's so so many people that this program touches, right? right. You have the grandparents, the parents that are involved. You give them the tools. You have uh, the community, right? And the, the community at large, effect. right? Yes, and then the friends of these people, right? Because kids enroll their own friends, tell them yeah. and share their experiences, right. make a positive uh, effect on all of them. So the work that you do, even though it looks like it's it's narrow and you're with one child, that child's effect on the community is so great. So I want to thank you, Demisha, again for all the wonderful work that you do. And, uh, you know, we're proud to announce, and, and this is something that's gone on for a few years, but we're proud to announce on, on this podcast that the Bethpage Federal Credit Union uh, has stepped up again in a very, very kind 
and generous way by donating $10,000 to our holiday shopping spree to help fund toys, gifts uh, for kids um, at risk, right? And a lot of these kids, we talk about the the, the holiday season, and and a lot of these kids don't have a holiday season. And the Bethpage Federal Credit Union $10,000 donation and the work of the EAC network certainly um, doesn't replace or give them a holiday season, but gives them a day of hope, gives them a a, a day to smile, uh, to think about, uh, and a day to look forward to. Can you talk a little bit? First of all, thank you to Bethpage Federal Credit Union. Thank you, Bethpage Federal thank Credit you Union. So much. We can't do it without you. And as I said, it's not just generous, but I think it's kind. It's a kind donation because they, they, they know the impact that this this one day could have on, on, on a child. Um, so uh, it's December 14th at the Walmart in uh, Farmingdale. Uh, starting, I think, is it, is it 2 o'clock, Demisha? It's yeah. in the afternoon, right? 2 o'clock. Um, um, volunteers from Beth Page for All Credit Union come down. They spend the afternoon with the child and help that uh, young person uh, walk through uh, and, and shop. Because I did it last year. And Lisa, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something that, that um, you might not think about. A lot of these kids don't know how to shop. Really? Because they, right, Demisha? I, you know, I, they don't know how to shop because they've, they're not shoppers, right? They don't know, they don't do the normal things that, that kids, that 13 or 14 year old person does. Oh so God. that is one of the impacts that I walked away with last year. Like they weren't sure how to shop. So not only does Beth Page Federal Credit Union support financially, make a financial donation to support the program. Their volunteers come down and help these kids shop. So again, thank you to Beth Page Federal Credit Union. Can you talk a little bit more about that day? Yes, it's a beautiful experience. I think that I cry every year in some form or fashion. Um, it, it's just, it's like my highlight of the year. But yes, thank you so much to Beth Page Credit Union. Um, there are, not only do we thank you for the donation, but also taking these kids shopping um, and you know being a role model to them just even in that short period of time. So this year, yeah, definitely we are servicing 100 kids. 100 kids get to go shopping at Walmart. Um, they get to have $100 tax-free, and the Beth Page Credit Union volunteers, along with some other volunteers, board members, will be taking some of the kids shopping. Um, many of the kids that are coming are either scheduled to not get any gifts at all. Um, I've actually had a mother call me this weekend, and she said, I just wanted to contact you to thank you. I just came out of a shelter. I had the five kids. I, have, I had no gifts. We barely have furniture. So she was so grateful that she's being able to be given this opportunity. So I think it definitely puts a big smile on these kids' faces, gives them something to look forward to, gives them some happiness in their lives that may not look so great. Um, and I'm really excited about it. The one, the one thing that I loved about this program is that you actually get to mentor on that day, yeah. that they actually get to walk alongside and experience it. A lot of times you're disconnected from that gift. Right. When you're giving to a program, you're a little disconnected. It's one step away. But to be able to walk alongside a child during a holiday season, like you said, is an emotional and also very impactful and meaningful experience for you as an adult. But more importantly, for that child that's walking next to you. Yeah. And we also thank Walmart for supporting uh, the uh, shopping day. Um, you know, they have to set aside, you know, um, a certain number of staff members yes. um, to, to support the center, the, the actual shopping. 
Uh, so they have an in-kind donation uh, to support this. So Walmart, thank you so much for this. Uh, we look forward to being there uh, again, December 14th. Uh, 2 o'clock. Um, if you want to make a donation, you certainly can go to the EAC network, um, eac-network.org, to make a donation to support the holiday shopping spree. Or you Any can make a small programs. donation to make a huge impact, right? Text 2022 to 53555 uh, to make a $20.22 donation, and that money will go to supporting programs like this. We can't survive without your donation. We can't. We just have 114 programs that cannot flourish and do so much more within our community without your support. So we ask you to please go to eac-network.org and find a way to get involved, even if it can't be a donation. Right, right. Uh, this program and others uh, really not only help the kids, but it, this is a community program, right? This, this is, is about public safety in, in national suffolk county this is about helping your community helping your neighborhood helping our neighborhood right helping Lisa, our, i know you live in in, in suffolk county i live in suffolk county uh so we it, it can't be said enough so you know thank you for listening thank you for you know sharing this we're not done yet because denisha has a million things else to talk about <laughs> that's right <laughs> and one thing i want to talk about is um the success right yeah. these kids go through your programs and the success that they have now, we, we talked a little earlier off, off on the side, but um, we did speak about 1,000 children a year going through these programs that Demisha offers. That is, now, you have to times that by at least 10 to the effect that you make within a community right. because of everyone that that touches, right? So why don't you talk a little bit about the success stories that you've had with some of these youth? We have so many, which I'm happy about, but I will share uh, one or two. Um, we do have so many people who call us and send us letters and cards, and you know, it's, it's a really positive experience. I actually started off as, which I forgot to mention, as a mentor in the Chance to Advance program. Um, I volunteered and I volunteered. They have a camp in the summer. I volunteered for the camp and I met the kids and I was like, oh my goodness, I wanna help. So from there, I became a mentor and I was a volunteer. I had a 15-year-old girl. Um, she was in forced care because her mother was on drugs and um, also, you know, being trafficked as well. Mm -hmm. um, and her father was also on drugs. So she was in forced care. And, you know, I provided services, support, um, you know, took her out, tried to, you know, do the right thing. And Initially, she was doing really great. And then she took a turn because she was let out of foster care. Mm -hmm. So when you're let out of foster care, you don't have the resources at 18, 19 years old. You know, what are you going to go do? So she ended up meeting someone and he began to traffic her. Wow. I was very distraught. I didn't know exactly what to do. I actually went to training um, and I followed the training recommendations and I was able to help her. She did get arrested. Um, but I was able to help her. Long story short, she is now, I think, 30 years old. Yeah. Um, and throughout all of the years, she always, I've always kept in contact and she's always kept me updated with her life. She is doing so well now. She is married. She just had a wow. baby. Um, she works two jobs um, and consistently thanks EAC for the opportunities for the holiday spree, which she loved. That was like one of her most favorite events. Wow. Um, 
um, the holiday spree, all of the support that we gave. And she always says, I could not have done it without you and EAC. I mean, all the time. So that one is a real personal wow. one for me because I was- You're going to make us cry. I, I know. Yeah, you know, so it's a real blessing to see that. But um, yes, we have, uh, you know, we actually recently had someone apply for EAC who was a success story in my Alternatives for Youth program. Amazing. To apply to get a job with EAC. Yes. He wants to give back now because of all the great support. All right. Now I'm crying. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he received. So I, when I met her, I actually recognized her name. I said, is this the same person? And, you know, it was, it was a great thing to see that because now she's giving back to what she, you know, to the community because of what she experienced and she sees the importance of it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, so we, we do have a, a, a lot of those. The Alternatives for Youth program in general has a 90% success rate, which is very difficult in these times wow. to have that. And success means that, you know, we're diverting these kids from the criminal justice system. We're diverting them for residential placements and we're improving the overall family functioning of these kids and families. Demetra, you, oh, need, to, um, you need to say that last part again about the 90, 90% success and what that means, right? Uh, Lisa and I talked about it just two minutes ago. We said it's not just helping kids, but that should be enough, That's right? That's right. That that alone should be enough to for people to support this program. But but talk look, talk go into that. What does that 90 percent success mean to Suffolk County? What does that mean to us that let, that live in and work here? Yes. So we have goals. All programs have goals. And with Suffolk County, um, one of our main goals is to divert the kids from the criminal justice system, divert them from being arrested, divert them from residential placements, um, to link them to services, to actually have them access those services, um, and to obviously promote positive youth development, positive coping skills. So when I say a 90% success rate, that means we're meeting those needs at that level. So um, it's, you know, the families, you know, they're going through a lot. So to really motivate parents, motivate children, children who sometimes don't even want to talk, it's it's a big deal for, in my opinion. So um, we're Very really proud of that. We've been at a success rate of about that amount for 17 years. So as the times have continued to get harder, we have still been able to manage that. If uh, our listeners want to help out in a huge way with a small donation, Text EAC 2022 to 53555. Make a $20.22 donation to EAC to support programs like this. It's a small donation to make a huge impact. Again, type EAC 2022 to 53555. Uh, you can be part of the solution. Uh, Lisa mentioned before, look at our website, get involved, become a mentor, uh, I'm already thinking of three people that I know that that I know want to be mentors, um, uh, especially to young girls or to young boys that that are struggling out there. So, Demisha, I, I we can't thank you enough for for you know bringing this information to us, um, you know, and keep you know as they say, keep on keeping on, right? Um, make sure that you keep touching uh, and and helping all the kids that you that you help. So, thank you so much. I know Lisa walked away. She she's I. You know, this never happens. This is our eighth podcast, and this is the one that's, I, I think, touched her heartstrings uh, the most. So I, I, I can't even uh, pretend to uh, to uh, keep it going. It, it's just very difficult. What, uh, Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No, 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 of course. Uh, listen, this is important information that we need to put out there. Um, 
if you had a message, um, listen, we're, we're, we're talking to our general audience, right? Um, we're talking to elected officials. We're talking to, to um, people that, that support Nassau and Suffolk County. Um, what's your message to, to those people, to the stakeholders, right? You, you, have, you have 30 seconds to talk to, I don't know, you know the, the, the county executive and, and the 10 biggest CEOs in Suffolk County and the police commissioner and the, and the sheriff's department um, and the governor, right? We're going to send this to, to Governor Hochul because uh, I know um, New York State's uh, a vital partner uh, in, in this work. What's your message to those folks? To continue to support programs like ours in the community is extremely important. We need more services, actually. Mental health, substance abuse. These children are crying. They're in need. These families are crying. And these are not just you know, a lot of people think it's just certain families in a certain neighborhood. Mm. It, it's everyone. It's everyone. Um, I, I, it doesn't matter where you're from, ethnicity. We get every single type of family in our programs. So this can be so instrumental for our children, our future. You know, it's only getting worse. The mental health is only getting worse, as we can even see on TV. Um, but if they can continue to support our programs, even give more to help with the mental health support, substance abuse, we have kids using fentanyl and different things like that. So, you know, those support services are just so important to continue the work that we do. Sorry, I had to walk away. That just no. got me talking about, you know, the 90% success rate is absolutely phenomenal. But when you shared that story about the girl who applied to EAC, that just got me. You, I tried to hold it together. I couldn't. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so we create positive impact in the community, but, you know, they're staying out of jail. 70% of Worcester, of Worcester kids end up in, incarcerated. Yeah. So, I mean, keeping them out of the system, allowing them to be successful human beings, adults, contributing to our community – you know, it's not just about um, them at or a child at that time. Yeah. It's about how they impact our community as they grow and flourish and stay out of the system and get jobs to help more people, which is amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, thank you for your work. Thank you for your service. Continue uh, doing what you're doing. Support, uh, obviously, your staff and, and the 1,000 kids that, uh, that you're seeing uh, every year. Thank you to Walmart. Uh, thank you to Beth Page Federal Credit Union. Uh, we hope to see you on the 14th. Um, come on down to, to visit us. Uh, go to eac-network.org to find out more about um, this program and, and all the other 113 programs that we have or to become a volunteer. Uh, like, view, like, and share this view, podcast. View, like, and share the podcast. View, like, and share this podcast. Uh, help us get the word out and help us to uh, do more. And support these angels that walk amongst us. Thank you so much. We have to say, you know, we do, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays to uh, all of our listeners that are out there. Um, I know uh, the holiday season is very often the time to think about how fortunate you are, um, but it also is the time to give back. That's right. And now if you could, time to give back. if you could think about um, making a small donation to make a big impact again. Text EAC 2022 to 53555. Thank you so much. Thank you.